And welcome to Shobo's podcast. So, recently, guys,、um, I always actually take about 30 minutes an hour to、uh, read books to. Now, whenever I say 30 minutes to an hour, I usually talk about the Instagram DM, but that is another thing why I do. But, anyways, I take some time to read books as, as well. And that's because, of course, I want more knowledge to make more videos and simply new topics for me to talk about to you guys. And the, the books are usually about、uh, Japanese culture, about Japanese history, the society, social problems, and everything. And right now, I've been reading a book about、um, something called Docho Atsuruku, which is the pressure to.、Uh, Um, to, com- to conform or comply, kind of, to fit in, kind of, it means. Yeah. It's a really special, special, unique、um, concept in Japan where they're basically we always keep each other under surveillance to see who, if we're all, you know, basically obeying each other or, or not, kind of thing. If you're not making any, any troubles or if you're not standing out, that kind of stuff. You know, I've basically been talking about this many times. Like, remember, because Japan is an island nation, and because we have a lot of、um, natural disasters, and when you, when, if you actually have someone who causes trouble, those kind, those kind of people will not cooperate during emergencies, so they will be kicked out of society. And that's how Japanese people have come to create this society, a culture of not wanting to stand out because those kind of people will be kicked out when natural disasters or famines or those kind of things happen. And it did Happen in Japan quite often because of the weather, because of the natural environment, and such. Yeah. So, because of this, there's a lot of problems going on because we haven't been able to change this trait. You know,、um, how Japanese society runs basically, even today, the main, the core part hasn't changed. And of course, it's really difficult to change. Basically, like no culture, no country has been able to completely change its culture from like a few hundred years ago, right? Yeah. Everyone has been affected by those kind of things. Humans don't change that easily, right? So,、um, but, anyways, I was reading about that book,、um, talking about the negative aspects of the way how Japanese society is run. And In that book, I, was, I found something that was really, really interesting. And it's, this actually leads to another really, really important video that I want to make in the future, which is probably going to be the biggest theme that I've ever talked about. But I really feel that this is the answer, the real answer to all the problems that are happening in Japan today. And I think I found the key to it. Now, What I mean by I find the key to it doesn't mean I know how to solve it, but I figured out what the fundamental problem of Japan is. And you might think, well, sure, we always talk about the aging society, it's probably that, right? No, no, it's not the aging society. No, it's not that Japan is a collectivist society, as I always talk about in my previous videos. It's not that. I found something else, which is very simple, but it's actually linked to so many historical events. And、um, the characteristics of Japanese people. But, anyways, before I talk about that, I think I'll practice talking about that to you again soon in a different podcast. But today I want to talk about something else, which is why can't Japanese people quit using name cards, which are called Meishi in Japanese? I think you've、uh, seen in my videos too, and a lot of other、um, videos related to Japanese culture where they talk about the business cards, right? The name cards, business cards, and that is really important for Japanese people and how you treat it. You know, you don't just randomly put it in your bag. Back pocket and so on and so forth. And that culture is really unique. It's a little bit tr- troublesome, actually, <laughs> tiresome at the same time. But the reason why a lot of young people, actually, to be honest, talk about this too and say that why can't we just quit this? Because it's just really, 
what um, is it really nu- nuisance, you know, to, to the business? Like, why do we need this stuff kind of thing? And there are some movements among the 20s, early 30s, I guess, try to, to stop the business cards. But does it mean that we can actually stop completely making them? I actually do have business cards and I always take it, you know, to wherever I go and film, you know, videos and such. I always do that. So it's kind of impossible to completely quit it at, at, at once because if you don't have business cards in Japan and, and you have a business yourself or you're working, the person will probably not see you as a proper businessman, basically. And the reason why we can't quit it, because you don't have to have business cards today, right? I mean, you, we have applications, we have social media, we just exchange, you know, our um, emails and everything right away, like phone numbers. We could just take out our phones and like uh, exchange QR codes or something like that. We could do something else, you know, a more efficient, faster way to get all the information done. Why can't we do that? Now, I was always thinking, well, I guess the other person wants to know the information of the other person as soon as possible, maybe kind of thing you might think too. But in that book I'm reading right now, in this book, actually, I have it in my hands right now. This book right now explains it uh, really nicely. And I was like, that is exactly the reason why we can't quit business cards. And it's not actually about the phone numbers. It's not about the email addresses that are written there. It's actually about which rank or position that person is in. Now, on Japanese business cards, right under your name, you always have your um, your class or your rank within this within that organization. It could be you know president, sub president. Um, it could be anything you know, like uh, you're a chief of whatever group, or the leader, or you're just uh, just the leader of a small group, or you're just a normal employee, or whatever it is. Your name is basically your uh, rank or your job, your your job, your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your um, post, I guess, within your your company is written on there, and that is the most important part. That's the most important part, the most important information that you need to tell. To the other person, and that, and the information that you need from the other person too, because again, Japan is a society that is run by who is in a higher rank, who is in a lower rank, senpai, kohai, junior, senior, that kind of relationship. So, for example, when we talk in Japanese, we have to uh, decide whether to speak in. Um, for example, in Keigo, which is the polite Japanese, or if we don't use Keigo, if we use light Keigo, very heavy Keigo, you know, it really depends on the situation. And when we can't understand the relationship, it's very difficult to communicate in the first place. And this also leads to the fact that Japanese people are very bad at communicating, talking with each other in the first place, because in the past, everything was run by systems. Systems. So basically, the Japanese society basically lost their power to communicate directly with each other with their own communication skills because they had a complete system, especially during the Edo period. They decided that you are in this rank, you are born in this rank, you, in that case, your job is this, you live here, you wear this, you get married with this person kind of thing, and everything was decided for you. And that was a way for Japanese society to create harmony for 265 years of peace, right? However, because of this, because the remnant of this culture that um, was, was going on just about a, what, how, 100, 150 years ago, around there, Japanese people still lack the ability to communicate without knowing mo- which position that person is in. So how you communicate is going to be completely different. Now, 
I'm pretty sure you might think like, for example, if you thought that other person is just a regular employee and you find out that person was actually a president, that would be a major surprise. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was like talking to you casually like this. But no, in Japan, even a month of uh, starting working first, for example, sorry, working first in that company, that person will be regarded as senpai, for example. In the Maiko or sumo world, the traditional world would be even, even stricter. Just one day of difference. You'll be forever be senpai and kohai, just by one day, you know, regardless of age. If you're, the other person becomes a maiko just one day ahead of you, that person is forever your senpai. You will forever use keigo, the polite Japanese to that person, yeah, just by one day. So that's how strict it is. And without this, Japanese people can't even communicate. They don't know how to talk to each other if they don't understand which position the other person is in. That's the reason why they need that kind of information in order to start a conversation. And that is the reason why business cards are so important. So you might have thought studying Japanese, like why do Japanese people need this kind of stuff? You're like this keigo, it's just so much trouble. Why can't we just all speak tamiguchi, which is the, you know, the casual Japanese that friends will speak to each other? Why, do, why, can't we, why can't we just have only this? And why do we have this whole new set of almost a different language for, for Japanese people to talk with this with each other, right? Yeah, that this is the reason why. Because relationships define how you talk in the first place. You can't even stop start talking if you don't understand which position that person is in, especially in the business world, right? So this is exactly the reason why we will we will continue to have a very hard time getting rid of business cards. And this book just explained it perfectly in really easy to understand format for me. So I just wanted to introduce this to you right away. Um, again, I really hope you can look forward to the video I'm thinking of right now. I think I will be making a Shogo's Classroom. I'm having a really hard time deciding what to write in the thumbnail and title because it's a, such a big theme. But um, once I talk about it in my podcast, I will uh, ask for your help uh, what you think would be the most appealing uh, way to um, talk for everyone to click that thumbnail there so uh, uh, once I get there I'll definitely ask for your help again so then everyone as I always say the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers dreams come true so I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese willing to come to Japan to travel study or work or even train or traditional culture and such However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to trying to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a better future. And to do that, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 2 million subscribers by January 2023 on our main channel, so all your likes and comments will help to boost our views and viewers, so it'd be great if you can help us out. Um, in terms of algorithm, the, the videos that have more likes, the videos that have more comments will be stronger in algorithm, so it'd be great if you can help me out. It could be three or four comments in one video. If you, if you could help me out, if there's anything you'd like to say, it'd be great if you could do that for me too. I always have a lot of viewers who leave uh, two or three comments for me, and that actually means a lot for me too. Thank you so much for all of your time. And to be honest, uh, at the pace we're going right now, it's going to be really, really tough for us to try to reach 2 million by the end of this year. So uh, Team Last Ask Shogo, we're going to be doing everything we can to try to do it, though. Uh, we are really serious, of course, about our dream. So I hope you, you can help us out too. And once we actually achieve it, there's going to be so many things we'll be able to do to try to make Japan a better place. So uh, yeah, let's keep on fighting together. All right. Thank you so much, guys.